Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, the best time of the year on The Dan Patrick Show. Only the best people work on holidays. But what is any day, really, without The Dan Patrick Show? Available daily on Peacock or on The Dan Patrick Show podcast. The award-winning Dan Patrick Show. So don't miss a show. Don't miss a moment. Download it today. It's free. Here we are at the end of the year. We were adapting every single day as well. So much has been packed into one calendar year. It's unbelievable. Having fun, sports-related, pop culture, whatever it is, we were a diversion. So many memories. We got to sing from Michael Buble. Charles Barkley compares Draymond Green to the least popular member of NSYNC. Nick Saban confirms D's nuts. And through it all, Jeff in Detroit. Thanks for holding, Jeff. A nation. A whole entire nation went down, and you guys never blinked. You've been there. Zlatan, even he's a Scrooge. Even he's a Scrooge. <laughs> no. Why are you laughing at that? Dan and the Danettes. Some well-deserved time away. I don't have to do this, but I need to do this. In the meantime, filling in from the Mercedes Man Cave, it's Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre. Good morning. What up? Hope you're great. Alongside the one... And only J-Mac, Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This 
is the Dan Patrick Show as we creep closer and closer, closer and closer to 2021, right? Like the, the year that, that can't end fast enough. Now we're like, kind of gone fast there. Morning, T. Jason. How are you? I'm excellent, Doug. Just fine. It's a beautiful morning. The year is almost over. Uh, hope you had a great holiday, man. Mine was spectacular. Spectacular, huh? Yeah. You got to get, listen, you got to get excited for the holidays, right? I mean, the, the way this year has gone, uh, fortunately, we've had a lot of football. I know you love college hoops. I love NBA. Um, yeah, just having fun, man. Who doesn't love the NBA? Who well, there's like, a lot, a lot of NBA like college, haters out there, Who doesn't man? like college basketball? Who doesn't like we've had this run of football? All right, let's let, let, let's get right after it. Uh, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire is the podcast. You can download it every morning. It's basically the hottest of hot stuff, hot takes off uh, off the presses every morning from your iHeartRadio app. You can download it. That's Jason McIntyre. Plus, you can hear him uh, every Saturday morning here on Fox Sports Radio. My show is the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. Uh, this is the Dan Patrick Show brought to you by Mercedes-Benz from the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. Let me um, let's start with last night. So the Bills vanquished the Patriots, which uh, yesterday LeVar Arrington was uh, was with us. And I said, like, look, it's one thing to go and win the division. It's another thing to um, you, do you play Mortal Kombat. When you play uh, video games as a, a kid, a little bit, a little bit, right? Bit you gotta combat. finish him, right? Finish him. You gotta like tear, reach into the chest of the Patriots, tear out their heart. It's <laughs> right, okay. And finishing, you need a finishing move, and uh, that was pretty impressive. After a ho hum kind of first half, uh, the Bills uh, exercised their dominance and completely dominated the Patriots, but. I think what's more interesting to me is this insistence and 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 Lavar was was insisting yesterday that the Cam Newton will find another home next year. <laughs> and now look, I, I I do think there are parts to to uh to to Cam Newton and what he's done this season where he could stay in the league for a long time as a backup. Mm. But bro, he's just He's just done. Yeah. He just he I, I cannot disagree. accurately throw a football well enough, and we can we can make all the excuses and even explanations we want for uh, for 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 Cam Newton's performance. The, the the teammates aren't good enough. He hasn't had enough time. He, you know he's getting up early in the morning and not getting his coffee for like four hours, which just seems like an interminable amount of time. I, I don't know how he does that. Whatever it is. Um, he, it, it ain't, it ain't good enough. But yeah, good run, Doug, right? He was the MVP of the season, uh, I don't know, almost a decade ago. He went to a Super it was Bowl. Not a, it was not a decade ago. Was it, it was seven five years? years ago. Five, five years ago. That recently. Okay. Yeah. Five years ago, Cam was the MVP of the league. They went 15 and one, lost the Super Bowl. He had a good run. It's over. You know, the guy turns 32 in May. Nothing in Cam Newton's DNA says, I want to be a backup. Yes, sign me up. He's just too big of a personality. He walks. He walked under that Patriots team, and you could, you know, you could read the clippings. Every quote from everybody. Man, Cam, he's larger than life. He's the man. This guy, you know, made the dab a thing. He wore outlandish hats. He's a big personality, and you can't have that be your backup in in, in the NFL locker room. I don't see him 
in the league going forward. I think maybe, you know, if he wants to transition into uh, selling clothes or, you know, being like a celebrity on social media, he could certainly do that. But his days as an NFL quarterback are over, Doug. It's done. Um, he was he was asked last night whether his account for the ESPN broadcast claiming he got up at 420, leaves the house in 10 <laughs> minutes, and doesn't go to bed till 1130, reflects his normal schedule. Quote, that's been my schedule for 90% of the time I've been here. So you can kind of understand my frustration I do have when I don't have the outcome because I'm sacrificing so much. You're talking to a person who ain't seen his kids in three months. Obviously, the contract is what it is. Submitting myself to the team is something I've been doing since day one, being accessible. Yeah, it's frustrating. It makes you angry. It makes you angry knowing that to be a trusted teammate, you have to submit to authority and submit to the coaches what they're asking you to do. I feel like I've done that. I'm not in a pl- uh, I'm, I'm not in the place of blame. I'm more or less venting right now because, yeah, I've sacrificed so much this year. I mean, it hurts when you have an outing that you have tonight. You just go home, start over the another week. Yeah. Yeah. What so do you they, mean? What does he mean by tonight, uh, Doug? I, listen, Cam Newton uh, is a really nice guy in the community. Everything he's done in Carolina when he was there, um, he was good for like a handful of games to start the season, and then the wheels fell off. I don't know if you want to blame COVID for. Uh, part of his struggle. No, but- he can't throw. Well, he could listen, against listen. Seattle. In in no, the second game no, of the no, season, no, no, he could no, against no, that no, Seattle listen, secondary. This, this he had is, 335 yards passing. This, Come this on. is the problem. He had a good this game. This is the problem. This is the problem. Okay, That was before they traded for Jamal Adams, obviously. It was a mess. They had no pass rush before they traded for Carlos Dunlap, and they, they identified Yeah, he had a good game. He, he did, and everybody was like, if you remember... Everybody was lighting up that Seahawks uh, defense at that time. And it was early in the year where we had no preseason, no tape, didn't know what they were doing. And Josh McDaniels did a lot with a little. But, like, look, he, it, it's, it's painfully – a guy throws for 34 yards last night. He's just not this – is, this is the, the – look, Colin Kaepernick would still be in the league if he was a better thrower of the football. But he wasn't. He just wasn't. All these people in denial about it. He just wasn't. If he's, I mean, um, Dwayne Haskins wouldn't have gotten cut yesterday if he was good at his job. He wasn't good at his job. Johnny Manziel, with all his nonsense, would be back in the league if he was good at his job. He's not good at his job. Okay, some of these guys are just not that good, and that's really kind of what it comes down to. There are thirty-two teams. There's about mm, sixteen to eighteen. Or we talk, guys are really are great. Okay, then there's some young guys that are developing. There's some other guys that are there because of injury. That's really how this league works. And it's funny, you know, I I think you and I are on together in the spring. And there was the, oh, the Chargers have to, not necessarily from you, but the Chargers have to, have to, why aren't they engaged with, with Cam Newton? Like, because he had two shoulder surgeries. And when they evaluated the tape, much like other teams in the league, they're like, yeah, that guy can't throw a football right anymore. And they didn't have the ability to evaluate him in person. Like, the warning signs were out there. Uh, look, I, do you know who's starting for the Washington football team this week? Yeah, a kid who was uh, conducting his ODU online classes about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> try, trying to uh, wrap up math and nature in some other really nerdy classes. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Do you know where he last played in the NFL? I believe it was in Carolina. Correct. Uh, with Ron Rivera. And that's where he got the call. Hey, man, you know our system. Come on down. Correct. Okay. Who did the who did the Washington football team trade for this offseason to come and t- and and know the system with Dwayne Haskins? Another and Ron Alex Rivera guy, Kyle Allen. Right. So 
He brings over his entire coaching staff. He brings over two quarterbacks. Okay, brings over two quarterbacks traded for Kyle Allen. Right? Like he didn't even have to trade for for Cam Newton if he didn't want it. Trades for Kyle Allen. Brings over his whole coaching staff. Has complete control of the football operations, and he doesn't reach out for Cam Newton. Right? What what does that tell you? It knows it means he can't play anymore. That's all. Well, it's like, the same look, we time, all have though. this fight. We all have this finite amount of time where we can do it. And and when people say you can't throw, that doesn't mean you can't actually throw a football. Like this is the mistake that people made in in when you talk about like Tom Brady. Like, well, Tom Brady you said he can't throw. Look at him throw against Detroit. Like, yeah, the the team they quit on him. And if you give a guy, you know, eleven on air in a dome with all that talent and time to throw, yeah, Tom Brady's still pretty awesome. So at the same time, Doug, Kyle Allen got the call. Hey, man. This is your role. You're going to hold a clipboard. You're probably going to be inactive some weeks. That's the that's the game. Okay, deal. I'm on board. Taylor Heineke, you know, you might not be active. We may use you. I don't know. You'll be a distant backup. We'll see. But that's the deal. Okay, you can't call Cam Newton and say, hey, we're looking for somebody to hold a clipboard and be second, th- second string, maybe inactive. That's just not going to work with Cam Newton. I don't hate Belichick for, for taking a chance on a buy low guy. That's what he's done throughout his time in New England. Hey, Ocho Cinco, you want to? Can we give this a shot? Uh, Josh Gordon, come on down. You know he tries and tries with all these guys buying cheap. You know markets. You're a big stock market guy, Doug. Buy low, sell high. <laughs> he bought Cam Newton low at the nadir of his career. How about that? An SAT vocabulary wow, word. Nadir. Like nine minutes in. I, okay. The only nadir I know is Tharp. <laughs> who used to Ooh, play at Kansas. Yes, Kansas. Um, I, I don't hate the move. And listen. Bill found out. Cam Newton shot. Okay, we move on. Now it's on to plan B and the uh, 2021 offseason. And my guess is they'll wait to see what happens with Jimmy G in San Francisco if Kyle Shanahan moves on. Or I would assume the backup option has to be Marcus Mariota, right, Uh, in Vegas, who uh, is still under 30, um, can throw a football, hasn't had the surgeries Cam had. Uh, I think Mariota's got a chance. He had a lot lot of injuries. The the backup market is really interesting. the the there's Jameis, there's Mariota. Keep an eye on Andy there's Dalton, Carson Wentz. Uh, there oh, is whoa, a red wait, wait, wait. Carson and, Wentz is not given the financial constraints. I don't think he's in the same boat as the other guys. Do you look, think I, Wentz is elsewhere next year? I I don't know. I mean, like you know, I, the reality of it is he shouldn't be. The reality is they need to fix him. The reality is Jalen Hurts. You saw his ceiling right there in Dallas. Yeah, right. He's just not. There's a reason that that uh, Tunga Vailoa beat him out. There's a reason that if you watched Oklahoma play last year by about midseason, they kind of scrapped some of the extra stuff they do, and they're just like, look, take a look. If you don't like it, run it. And he started running it. Uh, to, and to, it was effective in college. It's not going to be effective long-term in the pros. He's just not that guy. Um, but I, I, I think there's been some some substantial damage done in that locker room. Like, look, one of the things you brought up, which is brilliant, and it's the really hard thing, is the power of uh, of, of television and knowing who these guys are, right? Like, I think one of the reasons Jalen Hurts has done so well in the locker room, one, he's got a really good, uh, easy, motivational personality right he just does but also like look his whole life and career over the last five years has played out on national tv in front of us starting as a freshman 
getting pulled in the national championship game or yeah, getting pulled in the national championship game, then going to Oklahoma and re kind of uh, reinvigorating his career. All those guys know him. Whereas Carson Wentz, nobody knew who he was and he didn't play in the Super Bowl. He didn't play, you know, in the playoffs. The only thing we know of Carson Wentz, if you're a young Jalen Rager, for example, is man, he balled out last year with no wide receivers against the Cowboys in a must win game. Right. Which the same with Cam Newton. Like I think, Part of the Cam Newton thing is, and I saw so many analysts after analysts, really smart football guys, them fall for it. They're like, oh, Patriots got Cam Newton. They're going to win the division. Like, <laughs> no, they had eight guys opt out. Cam Newton, no one knows if he can throw a football. He hasn't stayed healthy for an entire year. That's probably the biggest win this year. But he, he hadn't been winning in Carolina. He's not all of a sudden going to sprinkle some magic yeah. pixie dust and, and, and win with a bad team in New England when when the Dolphins are more talented and Buffalo's clearly more talented. Yeah. But but what happens is he walks into a locker room and guys grew up watching. I mean, it's literally uh, on the young Patriots. All of those guys were in middle school and probably their first foray into watching college football was Cam Newton at Auburn. He's just running over, dude. In a word, he's cool, Doug. That's what Cam Newton yes. is. He's cool. Yes, yes. And it's really hard to convince somebody that Jared Stidham, you know, <laughs> Who went to Baylor and left and Auburn and and finished up and was a backup like that? He's cool, but uh, <laughs> you know you could only do that by leading teams on touchdown drives and having a little swag after games, whatever. But I I I think at the end of the day, uh, yeah, Cam, I I'm I'm with you. It's hard to make him a backup. Yeah, and. And the only thing that I would, the only mistake that I feel like he's made off the football field this year is what he's doing now, where he's kind of, he's saying like, hey, I've done all the right things. Why am I still getting pulled? Which is what it feels like. Yeah, he's, I think he's a little bit of denial, right? But, but Doug, and this brings up a great point about Carson Wentz. So I do this gambling show Mondays with Carissa Thompson and Colin Cowherd. And as Carson Wentz started to melt down, I mentioned this to them. I said, you know, how you handle adversity says a lot about you. And Carson Wentz had never felt adversity at North Dakota State, right? He didn't feel adversity his rookie year in Philly or the year he got injured when he was like the MVP. And now he's just getting a little hint of adversity with, hey, man, you stink. We got to bring Jalen Hurts in. And he is acting like such a childish baby, whether it's him or his agent feeding this stuff that, hey, man, I don't want to be a backup around here. Like, how you handle adversity says a lot, and but I thought on, Cam Jason, did a pretty Jason, good Jason, job what this doing, year. What you're doing is completely unfair. How is it unfair? The, everything you've just done is unfair. To, you, to who, Cam or Carson? Carson Wentz. Oh, my goodness. Okay, one, first of all, here, like, let's go through a bunch of things. You know he didn't go through adversity when he was in North Dakota State? Yeah, none. When was the media getting on his case? When was he a talking point on TV and radio 24-7 okay, for a week? that doesn't necessarily mean that's not adversity. Nobody knew who he was. I, again, but you don't, in in your bubble of living in Los Angeles, okay, first of all, North Dakota State, super successful, uh, 1AA, what is it, yeah. FBS program. Okay, so I think they, you, won, they lost one game and won the natty with him. There's no right. adversity there, Doug. With, there, there's, there's not? No, okay, he but didn't you don't, deal you with don't, any. You don't know what you're saying is there was no criticism for the media. That doesn't mean there's no adversity. You don't think it's adversity when you are leading a team to the best record in the NFC and some other dude comes in. And by the way, like if we really told the Nick Foles story, he played terrible the first couple first of couple games. games yes. He played two good games. He was bad he had, in that first playoff game against Atlanta. 
Yes, they should have lost to Leo Jones. But, bad, but that was out bad. of his control. It's not like Carson Wentz could say, hey, I'm coming back in. Like, he was done. He was out for the season. Okay, but that's not, that, that is, by, by definition, adversity. You tear your ACL in your second year in the National Football League. That is, in fact, adversity. Right. Like it may not be adversity to you because you see him getting paid and still being the starting quarterback. Then he rushes back because Nick Foles is terrible again. And he's playing when your first year back off ACL. Brady wasn't good off ACL. Carson Palmer wasn't all these guys. They all struggled their first year back. Okay, that that's that's playing through adversity. So the idea again, that he hasn't no seen criticism. adversity. Second, 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 <laughs> secondly, that, this idea that this idea that oh okay. he doesn't want to be a backup. OK, first of all. Every report is he's handled himself like a pro with Jalen Hurts. And everyone knows he doesn't want to be a backup. It's a it's a red herring. You don't you, you don't sign a contract that pays you forty million dollars and hold a clipboard. That's why you sign the contract that's 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 layered like that. So the, it it's the team saying we're going to stick with you through thick and thin. And the team didn't do it. Look, the team screwed up several times over, but there's no admittance of it. Hey, there just isn't. I, I'm wait, not absolving the, the, wait, Carson. The team I'm not screwed up. Yes. How? Uh, well, first of all, you, you look at who they've drafted the past two years. They've misevaluated the wide receiver position. They re-upped with offensive linemen that were over the hill. They tried to basically run it back after winning an, uh, after winning a title, and their team got old and got injured. Wait, they never replaced so their entire offensive staff right. that left. And the, the the current coach, Doug Peterson, seems to be over his head. How haven't they screwed this but thing But wait up? a second. Okay, so the Frank Reich departure is important. and But that's not Philly screwing it up. you got a head coaching job offering. Like, you got to leave for that. That's not on I, it, Philly. No, 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 and, no, no, and again, no. but, Jalen but they, Hurts comes in with the same players Carson Wentz played with and is putting and up 400, 500 yards of offense. No, he's not. What are what you are talking you ta- about? Dude, how many points they score against the they Dallas Cowboys? They had 300 yards of offense I don't care. in the first how many half points? against many... the Saints who had a top five defense in his great, first game. Great, because they had no, the, you have no book on him. They had 300 yards of offense in you a have half, no bo- Doug. I get Jason, it. Okay, no, Jason, but how long have you watched the NFL? How long have you watched the NFL? Let's go to the second game. Arizona Cardinals. How's the offense do? He they did had well. over 400 yards of he offense. Well. Carson Wentz can't get a friggin' first down for half the season. And then against Dallas, Jalen Hurts gets them a 14-3 lead. They get over 350 and, and yards of offense. The defense gave up and, 500 and, yards and to Andy then, Dalton. You know you know, every time the, the defense gives up points, you know you get the ball back, right? Yeah, he moved the okay. football at will. They had a couple stumbles. but The Dallas compare, Cowboys are a bad football team. Jace, uh, Jason, they're if, not you're a good football buy, team. if you're going to buy that Jalen Hurts is better, good luck. Go sell that on the street. Okay, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's that I'm 44 years old. And I've watched this thing forever. And the, the zone read quarterbacks, they all come in and Taysom Hill. He got worse and worse as time went on. Okay, Vince Young went worse and worse as time went on. Oh, well, RG3, worse and worse. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the you same story. No, you same just, offense. You're, you're basically saying they should have not brought Jalen Hurts in to replace Carson Wentz. Of course not. They shouldn't have drafted oh, Jalen Hurts. My God. You don't draft Jalen Hurts. If you're trying to fix a quarterback, you do what all the other teams in the NFL do, which is you sign a veteran, a Josh McCown. Oh, oh wait, all uh, the other teams? The Green Bay Packers drafted a quarterback in the first round. What did that do brilliant. to Aaron Rodgers? It lit a fire under him. He's the no, MVP. He's got no, 44 didn't. touchdowns. What happens when the Eagles draft Jalen Hurts? Carson Wentz, I can't handle this, this pressure. Uh, and, he, and he starts stinking. He's got the he, yips like Chuck Knobloch. He Come had, on, he don't lost, give me that garbage, Doug. He, he lost... Four offensive linemen. Yes, he he mentally. All right, well, we'll get we'll get to this up, upcoming next because you're comparing un- incomparables, but that's okay. That's what, that's what people do. Um, 
<laughs> well, we, we, we do, okay? But, I can't but again, believe you got me that fired up defending Carson Wentz. And, and and I got people out here, you know, I'm like a number one Jets fan, and everybody's tagging me. Oh, go get Carson Wentz. Your GM worked in Philly. Are you kidding me? That reclamation project? Getting $30 million a year? Get out of town. No thanks. He's, uh, he's Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Uh, coming up next. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get into a little Carson Wentz, but maybe more importantly, are we paying attention to the Buffalo Bills? Mm. Should we pay attention mm. to the Buffalo Bills? Uh, that's upcoming next on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Took us all of uh, 10 minutes to vehemently disagree on Carson Wentz and, and uh, apparently tearing your ACL in your second year in the NFL is is not adversity per Jason McIntyre. Is that right? Do I have that? Do I have that correct? That's incorrect. Um, by the way, hey Doug, yeah, good to uh, be back on with you again. I forgot how much fun this can be. Uh, uh just a quick note uh, while we're on Carson Wentz and the Eagles. So remember, Frank Reich, the offensive mastermind, left the Eagles after two years. We and we both agree that Wentz has not been the same. Okay. We just saw Josh Allen last night on Monday Night Football look amazing. Okay. His offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, is 100,000% getting a head coaching job. I am curious how Allen looks next year. Because I'm with you. I I think the the, the Buffalo Bills right now are a live underdog to to hang with the Chiefs in a revenge spot in the playoffs. This offense is incredible. Um, And there's really no urgency from the Chiefs right now. It's almost troubling. But I'm very curious to see how Josh Allen looks next year, the same way we saw Carson Wentz fall off a cliff without Frank Reich. Let's see what happens with Josh Allen, who has been tremendous this year, Josh Allen. Unbelievable. He's he's been amazing. There's there's a lot of parts to that story which are really remarkable. I mean, look, Sean McDermott. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Sean McDermott was uh, the boy. He was basically Sean McVay in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia had a longtime defense coordinator, Andy Reid, named Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson got sick with cancer and actually passed away, and so they gave the the defensive coordinator gig to Sean McDermott, and that it, they had injuries on offense. They they. They made some bad. The, the personnel wasn't great on defense, but it basically fell apart. Like those NFC Championship runs were built around, you know, McNabb was good. They could run the football. They obviously had Westbrook. I mean, he was just a stud in terms of everything he could do. But it was built around that defense, and McDermott failed. He goes to Carolina, reinvents himself, defense coordinator there. Eventually, they get to a Super Bowl. He gets the Bills job, takes Brandon Bean with him. And that mix has been outstanding, outstanding. And remember, they were in Doug Whaley, their former GM, said, you know, they were in quarterback purgatory. They made bad pick after bad pick after bad pick, trying to fix the quarterback situation. And Josh Allen was a guy who people said was too inaccurate to to be a big time quarterback. And whether it's the schemes, whether it's the addition of Stefan Diggs, whether it's giving him the ability to run the football instead of really kind of progression read. And I also think that some of the lack of accuracy, not only was the surrounding talent in college, but uh, I, I think that the fact that you got to take some arm strength over accuracy when you're playing in terrible weather, like you will at times, you know, more than half the season in Buffalo. I think all of those things combined and they had great vision. And then Josh Allen has taken it upon himself to improve, right? That's the other part that, that, yeah. that you got to take it upon yourself to get better and you love talking about the NBA and we everybody likes going back and let's redraft this draft like look some dudes they get there and they still work but they they don't have this crazy work ethic to continue to get better some guys you know one their bodies change but their games change they continue to develop it is a marathon not a sprint and And, let me just toss in and I know we're on quarterbacks here the first 30 minutes but another guy who's going to have to improve in the offseason my goodness, Jared Goff. Holy cow. 
Um, that's well, probably an hour we don't need to dig in. Broken thumb. No, and no, a uh, dislocated uh, thumb. <laughs> Doc, come on. Jared Goff is a turnover machine in big spots, and it's scary. Um, they will have gone, by the way, Super Bowl loss, where Goff was horrible, missed the playoffs and missed the playoffs unless a guy named John Wolford, who has never taken a snap in the NFL, can get a win on Sunday. Um, and and we don't know who, and we don't happy. know who he's we don't know who he's going against. I would guess he's not happy. I think it's going to be Kyler. Well, here's what's interesting about John Wofford is he actually led the AAF in passing mm. before that league went belly up. Right. I was reading about this guy. He he's like a practice wizard. They 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 they're like, oh, he's basically Doug Flutie back there making plays happen. He's so mobile and all. Like I mean, okay, guys, four year starter at Wake Forest. I get it. Um, win and into the playoffs. We'll see. So you're so you're saying there's a chance? I I actually I love it. Chance, I, I love yeah. I love when you have guys that he has played professional football, okay. And McVay's system is, you know, I, I feel like in one week that guy is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going against the best defense. Yep. McVay's seven and zero against Arizona, by the way. He owns that thing. Dominates, yeah. Um, and, and you have you have a guy who's pl- like the big thing is he's played, right now. Look, is he play? And he's not. You're not playing in front of fans. Yeah, right, to keep keep that in mind. So it's just football, and I'm sure that's what he's sitting there telling John Wofford is he's uh, you know it's just it, dude it's it it's just football. What about the Bills? Where are you on their chances of making a run in the AFC? Uh, you know, I would advise. I mean, it's probably too late, but I would just take a nibble on some Super Bowl futures of the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the offense could definitely, uh, no doubt, make a run at the Super Bowl, and the defense has improved. Doug, I know the first half of the season they were leaking oil, and in the second half here, they're starting to get healthier. Um, the defensive line finally coming together. You remember Ed Oliver at, at Houston was such sure. a machine? They were talking about him as the number one pick. He had been a disappointment for much of the season. He's starting to come on. Uh, the defense is going to have to show up a little bit. We know Josh Allen will. We know with Diggs and John Brown back, the offense will be humming. I like both running backs. There's a lot to like about Buffalo. And it's it's more of a play on Buffalo and against Kansas City because you know this, Doug. You've won a lot of championships, whatever level it's at, middle school, high school, AAU. It's tough once you win a title to come back with that same hunger and desire and sense of urgency, and it's undeniable. I know the Chiefs have one loss, and they've won seven straight, but they're not covering the spread, and they're barely eking out wins against bottom feeders. They're, I mean, they're just not coming into these games and putting their foot on the throat. That's what Buffalo's doing right now. Buffalo is squeezing the life out of you on both sides of the football because they haven't won anything. Kansas City, eh, all right, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got the Falcons, okay. How are they? Oh, 4-10, and ten. all right, yep. And they sleepwalk through the first half. They win the game ultimately, but in the playoffs versus good teams, Doug, you know, you can't do that. I don't think you can. No, I, I, I agree that they're playing with fire. I, I would say that I... I saw these two teams play in October, mm. and it was not close. Yeah, it was not really. The final score would tell you twenty-six to seventeen, but it it wasn't. wasn't it was in no. a rainstorm, though, right? And if memory serves, it was also in like a Monday afternoon or a Tuesday afternoon because of some COVID pushbacks. A lot of weirdness about that game, uh, but undeniable. The Chiefs won the game. I think Edwards Hilaire ran for a buck sixty, uh-huh. and I don't know what's his status, by the way. He's got the high ankle sprain. It doesn't matter. He'll be ready for the playoffs, yeah, right? Well, which is, which, he better which be because Le'Veon Bell don't look like he's ready which, to, to no, carry. No, Le'Veon Bell's washed up. That's yeah. why. They, I mean, again, this is. It's it's like we we all get into this. We we start talking in circles about about the Jets and like look, 
he can't run anymore. Yeah. He can't run anymore. He's not a good running back. In, in, in not just being massively overpaid, but he can't be a starting running back. You need Clyde Edwards. So there's a reason that Le'Veon Bell was on the street and there wasn't that much interest in Kansas. He's like, sure, we'll take a flyer on him, kind of in, in the Patriots sort, sort of way. Um, look, I like Buffalo. I like Josh Allen. I agree with you on a multitude of levels that Kansas City is kind of playing with their food. And uh, playing with their food. I that's like that's that. what that's I mean, but I like look, they should have lost to Atlanta. Dude drops an interception in the end zone and then uh Young Way Koo misses a thirty nine yard field goal Dude, that would have tied it up. Twenty seven field goals in a row. Yep. <laughs> missed the one that counted. Unbelievable. Missed the one that could have beat Kansas City on the road. But the, the the point is, I'm I'm with you. There has been a but I, I do think that generally changed in the playoffs. The, the, the curious thing about the playoffs is they came from behind last year in all three games and won the Super Bowl. Mm. So, look, I, I think they're playing with fire. I just don't know if anybody in the AFC is actually good enough to beat them. That's really kind of what it comes down to. I thought Kansas City showed some signs of life. Uh, I, I, though I, I'm, I'm still pessimistic on the long-term outcome of the Ravens' offense. I do think that this is the type of team where they went from massively overrated last year to probably underrated this year, assuming they get in. And I, I still think the, the Browns, if they get healthy in time, uh, that's a team that can score a lot of points. They can't seem to stop anybody. Uh, but they've been in a lot of close games this year, and they've found ways to win game, close games this year, although they've been outscored by their opponents this season. But I just, there's nobody, there's no full frontal assault I can see from the AFC. I think what Kansas City runs the risk of, and the bye helps them, is do they have a guy or two go down in the first game and then the AFC championship game? Now they're not at full strength, and they're not as good, and they can't run the football, and they're not as sharp, and you get behind and there's only so much Mahomes magic you can hope for. Dang, Doug, um, you threw me off there. I thought I heard full frontal. Yes. And then I had a flashback to, like, sneaking into a movie theater to watch Basic Instinct. That was the last time I heard that phrase, full frontal. Well, frontal assault Dang. as opposed to when somebody outflanks you. Those are military <laughs> terms, right? Yes, I out, know you're. Outflank out, out you. Look at out it all coming That's back the, to the, Belichick. The, 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 the Rams, no, the Rams like to outflank you when they add, a, add an additional lineman on, on one side and then a tight end or two tight ends. They try to out, outflank you. Jason McIntyre, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes. This is the Dan Patrick Show. So what, what's, what's interesting is as much as we're in the waning couple days of the new year, uh, of the, of the old year, we're we're also in these waning couple days of this NFL regular season, and I'm trying to figure out what didn't go as we thought it would go. Right, like what is so different about this NFL season? And and I understand a lot of people. You watch last night, you're like, man, New England not in the playoffs, first time in forever, right? But did you really think when they Tom Brady left, they weren't very good last year? They lost eight guys. Eight guys opted out. You know, they basically lost Julian Edelman for the year. Their best cover cornerback, who was the defensive player of the year, he was out like half the season. Like, what did you what did you exactly think would happen? Um, I, I'm looking around the league, and in all honesty, there's not a ton of surprises. Like, Arizona has been surprisingly competitive. The Rams have surprisingly collapsed. The Raiders have given away what felt like a surefire spot in the playoffs. But like those are very, there's a very marginal difference between what we expected. Usually in the NFL, there's some massively unexpected thing. And it's interesting because you pointed out what the Packers did. 
as motivation for Aaron Rodgers. And do I think I motivated him? Like, sure. I, I think he's a guy who operates, but you have to, first of all, you have to know, you have to know the guys who work for you, right? They, in basketball, they call it KYB. Know your boys. Right? Don't give it to a guy who can't dribble, uh, you know, throw it up to him in transition and hope he's not going to kick it into the stands because you know he can't dribble. And so Aaron Rodgers, if, a, if, a, if one of the byproducts of Jordan Love is motivating him, great. I don't think that's why they did what they did. I think that's an ancillary benefit to it. They did it because they look around the league and they watch Phillip Rivers you know, collapse in, with the Chargers. They watch Ben Roethlisberger, who now can't, you know, last week was a resurrection week, but for the most part, he's been trying to dink and dunk, which is not him. Tom Brady, all these guys, Drew Brees, they get old and they're not the same. And Jordan Love is two years away from maybe being ready. They're not going to draft in the top 10 as long as they have Aaron Rodgers. And they had a shot at a guy who's a, who's a developmental prospect. And, and they took that shot. And, and, and what happened was so many people wanted to fix the Green Bay Packers. They weren't broken. Well, not fix, but they weren't, they o- weren't broken. No, 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 it wasn't fixed. It was put them over the top. I think they went 13 and three last year, lost in the NFC title game. And it's like, okay, can one piece put us over the top? Maybe a big, thick defensive tackle to stop the run since we can't stop the run. No, let's go get a backup quarterback who doesn't help us at all get over the hump from 13 and 3 and the NFC title game to the Super Bowl. And here we are once again, Packers going to be the number 1 seed. Do you right now think they're the team to beat in the NFC? Yes. If they lose in the NFC title game again, Aaron Rodgers will be totally within his right to go after the front office and say, "You know guys, I got us back here again." All right? It ain't our defense which is ranked in the bottom 10 in the in the league. I got us here. You gave me no help. I made do with Devontae, who's great, and Aaron Jones and Valdez Scandling and all these Robert Tanyan. Okay? Wait, what have how, you done? How, what how, did you how, do to help us? I think Aaron well, Rodgers will have a gripe. They, they built win. that entire team. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is the system that makes it go. He's the system. No question, but it's a combination of what he's bought into in his second year in running the football. That offense is going to elongate his career. And by the way, getting A.J. Dillon in the second round is a genius move, not just how well he ran. That's not a terrible son, not, not just, But also Aaron Jones is going to want to get paid, right? He he signed with, uh, with Drew Rosenhaus. He's up this year, right? So if he doesn't want a long-term extension at a reasonable rate, then they have somebody to replace him. That's that's really kind of what, what, what it comes down to. But uh, I, I, This whole what? idea that they're a running team, Doug, Aaron Rodgers leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Okay. okay they're not a they running run. team. The running stats may look good because they blow out everybody and they run the football in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I This is not a running team. I would disagree with that. They don't have a balanced offense? I Jason? would uh, – what? I mean, it can be balanced. Yes. There's talent running the football, but they are Do- not a running team. The Green Bay Packers are an Aaron Rodgers team. With sure, own. sure, but they have the ability to to keep you off balance and to do both, right? I mean, yeah. like, I mean, look, Aaron Jones is fourth in the league in rushing yards, and he hasn't played every week, so I, I don't really know like how that doesn't signify. And the other team, other guys he's with, right, are Derrick Henry. Are they a running team? Yes. Minnesota, are they a running team? Yes. Definitely, yeah. James Robinson with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not a team, um, but yeah, but. It, Okay, balance and running team, I don't want to split hairs here, but they are a little different. Like, this is uh, when Aaron Rodgers takes the field, you don't think, okay, we got to stop the run. No, we got to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. No, but the days of him being in shotgun on first and second down, and he's found a balance. 
Like he's found the offense that they run in San Francisco. You're like, man, what would it look like if you had a great quarterback instead of like Jimmy Garoppolo prone to the big mistake? And like, here's your answer. Here's here's your answer. And 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 while you know the idea, everybody wanted them to add a, a T.Y. Hilton, who's had an outstanding year. But if you add a T.Y. Hilton, that takes away the looks from Valdez Scantling. That takes away the looks from all of their other wide receivers who are starting to 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 give you to give you more options. Like, look, I don't know what more people want if they won 13 games last year and a playoff game, and they're going to win 13 games this year and have home field advantage throughout. Like, you just... Well, Morty, well, you want to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, like, that's the next logical step. And right now, I mean, again, this is the stat nerdiness in me, and, and part of it comes from, from my interest in gambling. But... Green Bay's run defense right now. Green Bay's defense overall is Look, 18th I, I, in the league. Do, I, and they I, cannot stop the run. If Seattle well, they, comes they in there. Well, they just did stop the run. So so the idea they cannot stop the run, Where? they just stopped the run. I mean, no, no. They, no. They you just, jump out to a 19 nothing lead on Tennessee, it's a wrap. They can't run the football. It's got to be Tannehill. He had a 50% completions. That was over. Like, you got to get the ball first, take a lead on Green Bay, and run the football. That's what Seattle can do with Carson and Hyde. That's the big scare in the NFC. And then you get Russell Wilson. I'm telling you right now, I would take Seattle over Green Bay right now in a game at Lambeau. Just like last year? Is that what you, that what you would do? Just just like, like I mean, like last, last year was season? a super close game, yes. <laughs> it was not a super close game. It was not a competitive football game. It was never in doubt. Ever. Ever. Now, in fairness to in fairness to, to Russell Wilson last year, he lost all three of his running backs right before the playoffs, if we remember. And so, uh, obviously, their inability to run the football. But, I mean, like, look, Seattle's going to have to beat somebody and maybe beat two somebodies in order to even get to that game, which is kind of part of it. And then they're going to have to play in the terrible weather uh, in, in Green Bay. But, well, wait, wait. How about this? How about this? Packers get the number one seed. They will then play the 4-5 winner, okay? You know, Tampa's locked in on five, probably, right? They just need to win this weekend. Sure. So Tampa and Green Bay rematch. Tampa won the first one 38-10. They got to Rodgers, picked him twice, picked six, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You sure Green Bay's getting by Tom Brady, old man Brady? Yes, in the in the dead of winter in— uh, Yeah, Tom's never played in cold games in— uh, No, he's, he's playing cold games. And at 43 years old, a team that struggles to run the football, a coach that wants to throw the football down the field— if you want to buy into what he did in the dome against the Detroit Lions, good on you, good for you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you, it's I'm a little, bit, it's a little bit different when you play in just a just a slight smidge, tiny smidge, just just the, the slightest bit different when you play in Lambeau at 43 years old in the dead of winter. Who is the NFL's MVP? With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. We discuss next on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan. The Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show. Albert Breer will join us from MMQB next hour. Um, Okay, uh, top of the hour, I want to talk about the Chiefs and what your level of concern is with them, Jason. But if you were to hand out the NFL's MVP, who would you give it to? I, I got to go Rodgers. I was I was leaning Mahomes for a while. Uh, he, he's, he's had a couple clunkers here. Not very Mahomes-like. I mean, through an interception in the red zone against Atlanta that you're like, that's just not Pat Mahomes. But... And I've had this discussion a couple times on Straight Fire. Like, for the longest time, it felt like Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback in the NFL, and he got the LeBron treatment. Like, he's the best, but we're going to give the MVP to someone else. And now here it is. We both agree Mahomes is unbelievable. This is his third year in the league, Doug. Third year as a starter. And two of the three times he started, they've gotten the number one seed and home field advantage. Like, he's incredible. I know Andy Reid's good. Andy Reid has made the jump to light speed with Pat Mahomes. Mahomes is incredible. He, I, if, I, if you had a, a one game, are you taking Rodgers or Mahomes? I'm probably taking Mahomes. 
Um, but I, I think they're going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. Does that make any sense or no? No. <laughs> no, but it, it's okay. I mean, look, let, let's, ju- let's just be honest. No one's actually ever really cared about MVP awards also until, yeah. you know, what, what happened is we, we invented these daily debate shows and we needed content. And so the NBA's MVP became a bigger thing. The NFL's MVP became a bigger thing. Matt Ryan won one instead of Aaron Rodgers a couple years ago when Aaron Rodgers in 2016 had 40 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And look, Matt Ryan's uh, Falcons then beat Aaron Rodgers' Packers in the NFC Championship game. The problem was that they started to, the Packers started two rummies off the street at, as cornerbacks, right? And there, there, was, there was no chance of stopping them. Um, you know, Cam Newton won an MVP. Lamar Jackson won an MVP. They had great years. They weren't the best quarterbacks in the league. They just had the best season that year. I think this is a rare year where Josh Allen would be that guy that had a great year, but he's not the best quarterback. The two best quarterbacks have had really good years. Mahomes' team has a better record. Aaron Rodgers had a better season. I think it's Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not going to sit here and get offended otherwise. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the one big difference is that Aaron Rodgers it could help his legacy whereas Mahomes will win it plenty of times over. Are we worried about the Chiefs? Find out next in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 